0: hello and welcome to the tokenet podcast this is episode 11 i am yas i will be your host for tonight or today or tomorrow whenever you're listening to this um <laughs> i am joined by By an esteemed crew of people. Uh, First, let us introduce Nick. What's up? And then we will go to Carol. Hello. And last but not least, but always last, Cooney. Uh
1: Oh, imagination! (laughs) Always. It's it's been a long time. You got to move on, dude. (laughs) It's uh, yeah. We have to you know put the energy into into the thing. You can especially, do... especially due to the subject we we're discussing today.
0: The t- subject today, which is a, an idea that came up from an article that someone did. Who did that article? I don't remember. Some dude. <laughs>
1: <That guy. laughs> no, it's, it's, it's I mean, he, I he gets his line broken. He cannot. Do <laughs> you don't even bother mentioning him. <laughs> it's our good well, friend George Salas. Yes,
0: writer, editor liaison of tokenet uh, but yeah today we'll be talking about tokusatsu comfort food uh, which basically means shows that you can watch over and over again shows you don't get tired of despite if the, even if there's any flaws that you see with it just a show that you can put on at any point in time you can just is an easy watch it's something that you never get bored of that kind of thing that sound right to you guys
2: yeah,
0: just yeah. about. Just about? Cool. Uh, so I will start with mine. Um, we're going to each pick two, and we're just going to go around the table and just talk about it for a bit. Uh, for me, the first one I would say is maybe a divisive show. I think it, I think you could say that. It is Kamen Rider Deno. And, <laughs> 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 see? I do it.
1: Cooney <laughs> no, loves actually, that show, actually. I can tell. No, actually, actually, I like it, Yeah?
0: Yeah? Interesting. I didn't to think be honest, it. I like it. Cool.
2: I haven't watched it in a long time, but I did like it when I watched it. Yeah, it's a good show. It, it's, it really, it's
1: super divisive, just as you say. After it the twelfth
2: movie, I got a little over it, but the show itself. <laughs> <different>. <laughs> yeah, That's, That's, hey, that, that. I will
0: totally agree with you there. I think I'm talking about just the show. Like after that,
3: all the movies are kind of garbage. But yeah. the actual show, it's what's up. So there's like one or two good movies. Before I, it I, I like say. A thing. Yeah,
0: I think Sarabad Dino uh, you know, Is this Sarobadendo? That was the last one I mean the last one With Ryotaro Right? No Don't ask me to
2: remember uh, I don't remember I would Fine. have to look him up
0: <laughs> Whatever the last one was well, With actual Ryotaro We can look Ryotaro. it up
2: It's the one where he got Possessed by the The ghost guy
0: Yeah That one That's the last the one that disciple. I thought was actually Pretty decent
2: Well, it's because so it had like Takaru Sato in on it So You know Uh
1: huh It's true He He became too famous After that <laughs> So why is it Your comfort food?
0: again it's one of those things it's an easy show to watch it's i mean it's very comedic and i mean comedy is really easy to watch for me um it was one of those i mean i've seen this show three times already so it's one of those things where it's like i can watch it over and over again i like the characters um i know people got sick of the imagine after a while but during like during the actual tv show i mean they're i think they're pretty entertaining um, they have a little bit of you know drama going on here and there, and it the story definitely gets very convoluted towards the end, like stupidly convoluted. But I don't know. For me, it, it's it's one of those shows where it's just you turn it on and it's just like you know it's just fun. I think it's a lot of fun. They go on adventures,
1: and you know it's it's a good time for me. I think so. Well, I mean, the, uh, for example, having watched it three times already, right. And remembering your experience when you watched it for the first time. Uh, my problem with Deno is just what you mentioned, the the convoluted plot, especially at the end. That underwhelming villain, Kai, that, well, I have my opinions on him. But, uh, I mean, what do you think about, not, not the, the enjoyable part, but the, the thing about watching a series as a whole? How the, the story progresses and stuff? I mean, was it better? Was it worse? Did you notice good things that you maybe didn't notice when you watched it for the first time? I
0: I definitely noticed the flaws a lot more the second time I watched it, Mm. because uh, for me, I guess maybe it has a little bit of a special place for me because it was the first um, Tokusatsu show that I watched from beginning to end live, like, as it aired. Like, it was the first one that I saw the first episode,
1: you know, when it came out or whatever. Waiting for a week for the next one. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. so, It's a whole
2: different way of watching Toku. Right.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: For me, like before that, it was just you know I watched Fize and I watched Blade and all that like you know I caught up on it. But then it was the first one where I was there with everybody in the forums, you know, trying to figure out who the guy in the the trench coat. Yeah, speculating the trench coat yeah, uh-huh. dude and what's up with Sakura uh, Yuto and you know all the mm-hmm. time travel stuff. You like. It was the first time for me when I watched it like the I was getting into discussion about theories about like, you know, time travel and what, what was going on in the show, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so the first time I watched it I was like, oh, you know, this is it was fun and I I, I liked the end, despite the fact that I didn't really like the final Venom Kai that much. Like he yeah. felt he felt very overdone and like super over the top. And that's a lot to say for a show like Dunno where every character is over the top. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
0: But the second time around like I noticed a lot more of the inconsistencies of it, but I was still able to just enjoy the show for what it was, you know. I I mean I watched it after I watched it for a second time after I got a few other shows under my belt, you know. Right. So it was one of the things where like I kind of figured out I had a bit more of a better gauge of what was good and what was bad kind of writing-wise as far as, you know, comedy shows go. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: And I could definitely see flaws in Denno, but I don't know, for some reason, it's still one of those shows that I can just watch and it's, it's totally fine.
2: I just love so watching you, uh, the, the actors have fun with their characters in that show.
0: Right, that's the thing. Because like,
2: it's obvious that Takaru Sato had a blast playing five characters.
0: Yeah, like that, especially for someone who's, that's their first like, big role, to have yeah. to juggle that many personalities it's really cool to see him progress and get very used to it.
1: You see, especially when you compare it to, for example, the Deno episodes of Decade, and I saw it on Twitter, for example, the Japanese Twitter uh, people were really, I mean, they were just really ironic, really sardonic about how you can tell these people just are using this show for the sake of using it instead of, you know, putting some stuff into it. And while you talk, we talk about the fashion of the possessed People with the image in. Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. how Ryotaro wore the clothes corresponding to each character and right. how they they dressed... Um, what's the name of the decayed girl? Ooh. Uh, right. Natsumi? Natsumi, yeah. Natsumi, that's right. And how Natsumi got possessed and how they dressed her. And you can see it was just uh, some a production assistant saying, okay, something hip-hop is here, hip-hop is there. Okay, <laughs> there we go. That's it. That's the that is for you. Right. When it's not, I mean, for example, Takusato has a very, uh, fam- well, very well-known background in breakdancing, and that's how what they they base their character on. I right. love the possessed they that. character. that. Uh-huh. So the, there is consistency there, but you don't use it on it, and I, and I mentioned this because I think that the the biggest sales point and what sold it for me and what made me enjoy the show were the imagines the mm-hmm. four main images, and how animesque they were Right. and how endearing and how cute they, they the characters were. It was lots of fun to just have them, th- th- have those four interact. Right. It was, it one was those, just that.
0: Yeah, it was just one of those things where like, you know, it's always fun to see like Momotaros yell at Urotaros or, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of thing or like, and you know. And fall
2: asleep and then, you know. Or
0: Ryo-Taros like, Ryo-Taros was like The creepiest one, because he was childlike, but he also, like, always threatened to, like, kill somebody, you know? (laughs) Like, he was very, he was very, like, unnerving at times. Yeah, well,
1: he's my least favorite because of that, though. I don't like the
2: type of character, I don't know why.
0: For me, at the time, I, I I was, like, so confused by him that he was pretty awesome, for me.
2: He was the most annoying to me, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, I think by the end, like, by the time they started churning out movies... They definitely set into their characteristics, like they were more nuanced when they were in the show. Like they had, like each character had a little bit more size to them. But once and they each started, had a little
2: character arc too. Where in the right. movies they're kind of just static characters, and they've basically plumbed the depths of them, and they're just they're being basically
0: playing the character caricatures of themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the part that really, you know, run into the ground when it comes to the subsequent movies. But I think within the show itself the characters are really fun to, to watch. And another thing that was that's really fun to watch when you're like w- when you're watching this show is when he they transform um um Seiji Takaiwa's performances as common writer when he's going through the different forms. Like seeing him transform body language wise between different forms is always oh, yeah.
1: just so much oh, fun to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, you can see how much work there is. I mean, the thing I mentioned before, how how uh, being a suit actor is uh, being an actual actor. Right. Not only doing uh, karate chops and stuff.
2: It's acting right. without the benefit of your face, basically. Exactly, exactly. And that's something... Everything that has to, to be appreciate. conveyed through body yeah. language. It's probably right. harder. Yeah. Everyone just thinks it's easy because they've never tried to do it.
0: Yeah, he was, that was the first show where I noticed the suit acting. Right. Like, not just like the action but like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the actual mm-hmm. acting projecting a character you know and I know there's a video out there that a lot of people probably have seen of like a stage show where Sadie Takawa comes out on stage like you know just in normal you know regular clothes and right. they, they, they tell you know the announcer says oh can you do like all the writer forms that you've done so he does, he goes from like Ryuki all the way to Kiva, uh to um Kiva. And then he does all the Deno ones.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: does he does all the poses and you know the catchphrase and all that stuff. And then they ask him to do the climax form, which is basically all of them put together. <laughs> and he basically ends up with him just flopping on the ground, like everybody. You, know, you have the voice actors to the side or whatever, you know. Are oh, doing
1: the voices for them? Yeah, and he has much. to
2: act out whatever they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> so it's like a live performance of him just like you know his each ligament, each part of his body arguing with each other. It's crazy. (laughs) And at the end of it, like, you can see he's genuinely tired. Like, he goes and grabs some water. He's like, holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I I think for this show, for me at least, there's a lot of aspects of it that I like to watch and, you know, enjoy. It's not just the plot, which, you know, can go here and there. sometimes. It's just, like, the acting, the characters, the actions, everything put together. It makes a really fun show for me.
2: Do you so have a favorite episode to go
0: back and that, watch? Uh-huh. That, yeah, that's another thing I want to say again. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Do you have a favorite episode
2: <laughs> that you like to go back and watch specifically, or do you just uh-huh. sort of rewatch the whole thing?
0: I usually, um, the ones that are fun for me are like the first, I'd say, ten or so episodes when they're introducing each character, just because you get to see them integrate into the into the uh, the group. Like those those episodes are like. Those are the ones where, like, we now we have this whole thing where we everybody sort of hates or loads the two episode arcs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of the first ones to sort of implement that. Because it had, like, it took two episodes to introduce each imagine. But... but I they had don't... a lot of
2: character progression in those episodes, so it didn't really right. feel as tiresome as it sometimes right. does in right. some shows.
0: Yeah, I think another uh, episode... For me is when um what was his name uh when ryotaro finally uses the um what's his, his final form where he then liner form
3: then liner form yeah where he's in control himself right yeah
0: like seeing seeing him sort of overcome having to be possessed by other people just doing it himself and you know having yeah, the courage yeah. like that's a defining moment for that character and that's one of those mo- Episodes that I really enjoy watching. It just—it's fun to see him come into his own, you know. Yeah. Yeah, even definitely. Though the, even though the suit is kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, the idea behind the episode is really cool. For me.
2: Very cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, so
1: the the series as a whole is what makes it a comfort food for you. I mean, going back to topic a bit. I mean, <laughs> what what makes it not uh, go stale? no matter how many times you watch it.
0: What makes it not go stale?
1: Uh-huh. I if you, I mean, being completely specific, this is what makes it so uh, enjoyable, so timeless, let's say.
0: Character interaction mm. for me. Right, right, right. It's, I mean, it's, it's the comedic aspects of it all. That's That's what keeps me interested. It's... I mean, if you, I mean, seeing, knowing the story and, you know, watching the story over and over again, I mean, that's really cool and all, but for me, it's like, for that show specifically, it's the characters and how they interact with each other and how they play off of each other and have conflicts with each other, that kind of thing. Like, that's the part that, it may not be as deep as, like, say, Gaim or whatever, but it's 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 still fun to see a different side of it. Like seeing it done in a comedic fashion, it's like one of the, it's for me. It's, it's, I mean, as far as I can tell from the show that I've seen, it's the only one that does comedy pretty well. In my opinion, anyway, mm. uh, straight up comedy, like full on comedy. So it may be slapstick, but for me, eh, it's it's kind of it can be dumb fun at times. It could be genuine fun at times, but it's still fun. Did Sounds I go good. too
2: big there? he's asking uh, all sorts of questions. I'm not sure <laughs> I did this much homework.
0: No, no, I, 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 <laughs> that's really good because you know those kind of questions help you know keep it interesting. Yeah, yeah, dissect it a little
1: bit. Yeah,
2: yeah, speak. that was my
1: intention by asking because yeah, it gets difficult to.
2: Articulating ah. why you like something as opposed to just exactly. saying you like I mean, it. it. Yeah,
1: there's so, only so much you can you can say in like a bunch. You get confused, it's, right? That's uh, happened to me.
0: Also, it's a year-long show, so it's kind of hard to like you know, right? Gather your thoughts unless someone you know prompts <laughs> you. So, few questions. But um, jumping from that, let's go with
1: let's go with the guys who ask a lot of ask a lot of questions. <laughs>
2: All right, sucker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the series I chose is Gingaman, Sentai Gingaman, which has recently been completed, sub- completely subtitled mm-hmm. for everyone to enjoy. Uh, what can I say? I mean, and, and, and that's something I found out afterwards. This series is actually made uh, old-fashioned on purpose, which is what really appeals to me from it. It's, a, I mean, it was uh, it aired on the on 1998. February 22nd, hmm. 1998 to 1999. Okay. It's like the last, uh, uh, let's say, Showa-ish series. I mean, after this came Gingaman, then Time Ranger, and then it changed Every I mean, Gow Ranger came and changed everything in many ways.
2: So what do you mean and, by old-fashioned on sorry, purpose?
1: Old-fashioned, in the sense, for example, is Gingaman, it's not Ranger. That's a, uh, like, let's uh, say, yeah. a jump back into the theme... Of the late eighties, early nineties, like Live like Man and all that. Yeah. stuff. Live Man, Live Man, Five Denjiman. Man. Yeah, all that back to to because it's came Granger jacket and Iktai. and then Denjiman. Run. Sorry, uh, Battle Fever. Well, mm-hmm. th- uh, y- you'll just look it up, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> d- dear listeners. You'll just look it up. No, you have to tell us right so, now. So yeah, I mean, it's that. For example, the the little cuts included uh, actual drawn art when when you oh, cut yes. to, to commercials. That's a thing that was on purpose as well to remember the old show uh, shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening theme although it's not has not been officially recognized because he's using an, a pseudonym but is sung by Masato Shimon. Masato Shimon is one of the kings of anime and tokusatsu songs of the 70s and 80s oh. together How come with he used a pseudonym uh, uh, because he had retired by then, oh. oh so
2: we didn't want people to ask him to do more work
1: uh, that that's the thing it's it's very it's a very, i mean you know retiring is a very taboo thing and right. uh nobody has uh, made it official, but everybody knows that voice and they did it completely on purpose as well yeah. Do you so, know yeah.
0: why? Do you know why he came back just for this? Like, no, I've
1: been looking for, for, for any any word on that, and I haven't found anything. That's mm. thing. Huh. And it's also that it, it's a fairy tale. That's a, that's one thing that is really nice and enjoyable about it. Right. It's a big fairy tale that just happens to take place in Japan, mm-hmm. modern day Japan. The villains are very uh, fun, interesting. It's very melodramatic, it's easy to watch, Uh, it's not complicated, the the cast is very charismatic, Uh, anybody can identify with it. No, I mean, it's just like that, you you stumble upon an episode on YouTube, and then, in my case, I'm just hooked, and I watch episode after episode, and it's so episodic, that's the other thing. Sentai has that, uh, well, I think it's a double-edged sword, because it has been both an advantage and a disadvantage, especially for someone who looks more for, for a plot. But right. as a comfort food, uh, Senta is ideal. You mm-hmm. can have your little helping of one episode if you're in a hurry, and that's it. You have your round story. You have action. You have a uh, mecha fights. You have a cool monster. You can you can watch, you have. I mean everything. I and mean, in if the episode happens to be well written, then you have that as a plus. Right. let huh. um, let's see, uh,
0: you said for for this show they they went back, like, they, they tried to hark back, you know, making it a sort of an homage to old shows from the 80s. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: do you know if they had, like, like staff or crew that were from, like, those old shows that contributed to this, and that's why that idea came up?
1: Well, the it was written by uh, Yasuko Kobayashi, like, a veteran of Sentai and anime, of course. Mm-hmm. She has a very uh, particular writing style, and she... Uh, <clears throat> Well, th- that's the other thing. There is no official word from any of the I mean, just checking. The main director was Ryu Tatasaki, which is also oh, a veteran okay, yeah. of mm-hmm. And the the music, though, was written by a a guy called Toshihiko Sahashi. Now, he has uh, written um, mm-hmm. music for things like Hunter x Hunter, Gun- Marvel, so, uh, Gundam Seed, uh, Full Metal Panic, Fatal Fury. Uh, what else? Ultraman, Gaia, maybe use uh, yeah. So a lot. Yeah. And he uses very symphonic and very classical styles in his music, mm-hmm. which is also very reminiscent of what they used to use in the in the in the seventies and eighties, which was a big band with a lot of jazz as well. <laughs> uh, met, you know, pipe saxophones, trumpets, mm-hmm. all that thing, and you can tell, especially in the in the action and the villain themes, which are very jazzy themes, themed. Yeah, and I actually think well that that felt a bit nostalgic as well, especially I mean the, uh, the thing about the grain. For example, it's still a filmed Sentai, so you can see it's grainy. That's a, that's right. a thing that just does it for me. Right. The fact that it's grainy, the fact that it doesn't use uh, a lot of um, CG, right. It's it's very scarce, they use of CG. That's
0: that's one of those things that I love about like specifically the nineties Sentai. Right, right. They have, for me, anyway, they have that perfect blend of like practical effects and CG. Like they right. they use it in the right ways to like enhance what's being mm-hmm. done, not to sort of cover like or to replace anything. You know, so like I, for some reason it has that like any show that I watch, whether it's Mega mega ranger or you know die ranger or whatever like, yeah yeah. for yeah. some reason in that era like the style of tokusatsu at least for sentai works the best for me it's one of those things where it doesn't get old to see
1: right and it's just in the middle of that because the other thing the practical effects and i'm uh, uh, talk about practical effects uh, specifically Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I love—I mean, one of the main things I love about uh, Tokusatsu in general—are sparks. Yeah. Actual sparks, actual not sparks, CG, CG. Actual cap. sparks. That's something <laughs> that I don't know why, but it's so important for me to to enjoy it thoroughly. Oh yeah, yeah. The fact that the sparks are there. I mean, that there is some because it, it was because I watched it when I was a, a, a small boy. That's the thing. I was five. Right. So. Uh, it just gets hardwired into into your brain the fact that an effective hit is always accompanied by a, by a you know a splash of sparks right and that goes along all the way that's true for all tokusatsu so when when for example the recent series I feel a little sad that there is less and less of that and more CG because the sparks now are, are now are very easily added with CG yeah it's, so you it's, don't have to spend that much on on fireworks
0: right it it's a lot more impressive now when they use. Practical, like, you know, sparks. exactly
1: like the mecha fights. I, I'm, still, I'm glad they still use like actual explosions and stuff in the mecha fights, but I have seen that they have stopped using them in the like, human sized battles more and more. But yeah. I guess
0: that's just the advancing of it. Feels like the they're they hold those off now for like those dramatic I guess, uh, moments, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: I don't know, it's weird. I, I yeah, I, I started noticing that with like shows like Shinkindra, where it was a lot of just you know. Uh, CG sparks, and it, it, it does it loses its effect a little bit. It just becomes mm-hmm. like just a
1: mind, more of a mindless battle. You don't feel the impact. Apparently, I don't know where I read this. Apparently, for *Sengen*, they did that because they wanted to uh, have swords being a, a central part of the of the of the battles. So right. they needed them to make more to do more damage. So instead of getting like a spark and just recovering from it, uh, getting a full blow blow up from a sword would actually cut you. Right. And yeah, that th- mirrored yeah. the style of the old samurai and, and ninja movies, etc., mm. in which a card would just kill you. So it was harkening back just to a different purpose. style. Apparently, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh,
0: yeah. I remember George mentioned that. I think he saw that on the uh, the wiki, Japanese wiki for the for the
1: so uh, was, Yes, uh, I think. Yeah, I think he. he
2: do you
1: have a favorite well, episode? Yeah. That's a good question. My favorite episode. Let me just see. I'm just on the wiki. Ah, yes. Well, it's a series of episodes, mm-hmm. but all the drama that happened with Budo and how idiotus uh, framed him on the on the villain side. The the uh, you know the Manta samurai guy who got framed by the Egyptian villainous together with Oh yeah. Barrel so guy. He, like... Went out with the guy, all yeah. Stuff. He got framed, and I all that thing. And while the Gingaman were trying to look for the lights of Ginga, but our whole thing, uh, together with the fact that many of my favorite voice actors voiced the villains, all that, uh, I mean, because that's I think the first time since Jetman, I think that I saw real conflict in the villain side. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. So uh, and, and that made the story uh, the more I want it much uh, more rich, much more interesting for me.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, I kind of like it when a, the when the mm-hmm. villains aren't just like this faceless wall of people who all agree about everything. Because anytime you right, get I people, mean, the, the, there's yeah. there's going to be conflict. So there should be conflict
1: having a little conflict and... is much more interesting, much yeah. more enjoyable. Definitely. And the, well, of course, the last episode when they. Uh, because this is a very dramatic build-up. I'm just checking that. The, I mean, from the moment that they destroy the Titanics to when they, when the earth Beast is born, mm-hmm. I'm. Well, it's not a spoiler, as I said, of uh, of the air. That this is a, se- a series that doesn't have big spoilers. Doesn't have. You don't have to wait for. That's another thing. Compared to, for example, things like uh, we have seen recently, Gaim, for example. Right. You don't have you look forward to the next episode, there are some cliffhangers here and there, but in general the pace of the of the story is just slow enough for you to enjoy the episode as it is and um, be able to wait for the next episode next week without, you know, biting your nails. Right. But it's, it's just as you said, yes, it's, it's a very... little things from here and there, it's the music, the characters, the effects... The design, the atmosphere—you just don't get tired of it.
0: It's what yeah, it, it, these kind of shows is like you—it's something about like almost like the stars align where everything is sort of perfectly aligned to the point where you can mm-hmm. find endless enjoyment, no matter how many times you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Also, I didn't know—I didn't realize until someone told me that the Gingerman Man suits kind of look like Charlie Brown. Oh
2: man <laughs> I noticed that when power Rangers <laughs> used the suits and was like, "Why aren't we have the charlie brown Rangers apparently,
0: apparently that was a commonly uh thought a common thought i didn't it never crossed my mind
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah i lo- i i'm I've only seen maybe ten or so episodes of kingdom but from what I saw it was pretty it was it was interesting but at, at the time it wasn't fully sub so i didn't i kinda got stopped
3: for a while. So, Kuni, who's your favorite character?
1: Ah! Uh, <laughs> the captain, <laughs> Zahab. Oh, really? That's my, that's my, like like my quintessential evil guy of Sentai is the captain, Zahab. Mm-hmm.
3: Hmm.
1: That's interesting. He, he looks evil, he, he's a great leader, but he knows what's going on. He's mean, he's strong, He's a bastard. I mean, it's so there.
2: <laughs> 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 what more could you ask for, right?
1: Shinkai. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Anything else you want to add?
1: Everybody, hmm. please, when you have a chance, watch it, because it's very, we're, we're very. I mean, it's 90s uh, Tokusatsu at, at its best. Very best. Hmm. Interesting.
2: I definitely need to get around to watching that one.
0: Me too. I'm let's all done. watch it together. Right now. We'll just stop the podcast.
2: We'll Alright, all so we'll stop the podcast, reconvene in two days after we've all watched the whole thing. Come mm-hmm. to Marathon.
1: And then we'll just all agree with Cooney.
2: There you go. I was about or will to,
1: we? you know, press stop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How about let's not just say we did? <laughs> and cut. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Carol. Well, we've already had a writer and a Sentai, so I picked an Ultraman. Um Ooh. Ultraman Mabius. Woo! Um this, uh, yeah, Ultraman. And apparently he was the same same guy who did the music as as Ginga Man. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But, you know, now that you mention it, I'm like, yeah, the theme songs do sound similar. But um Mabius aired in two thousand six to two thousand seven, so it's a relatively recent show. Mm-hmm. But it's unique among the the newer Ultra shows in that it's actually connected, continuity-wise, to the original Ultraman series and all of its successors. So, at various points, we see Ultraman, we see Ultra 7, we see Taro, we see Ace, we see Leo. All of these characters that, you know, kind of just get a little wink and a nod every now and then. It was actually my first Ultra series, so I actually really highly recommend it that way because while some anniversary series can sort of go too far with the winks and nods and it ends up just going over your head and you don't notice or you don't get it, this one does a really good job of sort of taking... Because Meebius comes to Earth and he's the rookie. He's never fought before. No one knows who he is. And so he's working with his team, and they don't know that he's Ultraman. And then, you know, he all of these other Ultramen sort of show up occasionally because a monster that they used to fight somehow ended up on Earth. And so the Ultraman that fought, you know, I'm trying to remember, Ultraman 80 had this particular kind of monster that he fought that was made from, like, negative energy, And Mm -hmm. so when they have one of those guys come, Ultraman 80 comes to Earth and helps fight. So it's one of my favorite shows just because there's this really nice juxtaposition between the new guy, who's Mabius, who is unlike most of the older Ultramen, he didn't bond with a host. He just created himself a body when he arrived on Earth. So he has no human experience to draw on. Everything, you know, he's kind of doing the clueless kid and his team just kind of thinks he's an oddball. But, you know, they do eventually find out about him because it's, it's a show and that's how that works. Hmm. But uh, the, the episodes where that happens are some of my favorites. The, the ones that I go back and watch over and over just because it's so much fun to watch the revelation moment where they all put it together and they go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like my favorite thing in superhero shows is when everybody else figures it out and then feels really stupid. <laughs> but um, the show itself is a really nice mix of, you know, the new guy plus the returning people. And so it could easily have been overshadowed by all of the returning Characters, uh-huh. but it does a really good job of juggling them so that it feels like it's a show about maybe us with guests, as opposed to, oh right, he's in this show too, which is a very
1: go. difficult thing to do, actually.
2: It is very difficult. So yeah. I, I was, I was inspired to go back and watch isolated episodes of some of the other shows. I haven't gone back and actually watched all of the Ultra stuff because there's a lot of it. But uh, yeah. Well, what
0: would you say your uh, favorite Episodes or arts
2: the, My favorites are definitely I could give you the numbers but I'll Save it for spoilers um, Where the team Finds out about Maybius One character finds out first None of them figure it out on their own um, <laughs> he, he has to spell it out Very quickly But yeah. uh, the captain of the team Actually knows From the, the beginning time.
3: The yeah. whole
2: time he knows and we don't actually find out knows. that he knows, like we think that he might know because he's, you know, sort of looking at him a little strangely, but we don't actually find out for sure that it's he like knows until through. you know. And then we don't find out how he knows until even later and
3: How he knows is my favorite part of the show.
2: I love that episode.
3: And of course we it's can't. It's not say much of a spoiler,
2: I'll tell you guys if you want to know.
3: No, 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 no. I think <laughs> it's a big spoiler.
2: You think it's a spoiler? Alright. Yeah. It, it has Thanks to great. do with the the bo- with the, the appearance that he chose when he came to Earth. I'll just put it at that.
3: Oh, man. Cryptic. <laughs> oh, man. Dun, dun, dun. Well, oh, oh, you're talking about that. I thought you were talking about the other thing with the captain. <laughs> not, no. <laughs> I love
1: how you're trying to cover and just create more confusion.
3: <laughs> no, because look. You'll have to talk to me later
2: because I'm not sure what you're talking about.
3: Oh. No, because ju- I'm watching it right now, and there's two episodes where we find out, you know, how Mabius got his name and
1: his appearance.
2: Oh. That's what that. you're talking about? Yeah, the one I was talking about is later.
1: Yeah. Well maybe like I thought independently you were talking about. independently of the of the Mabius strip, which is like the motive of the show.
2: Yeah. The no, not his alter
1: name, his human name. The reason they called him ah. Mabius.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The, his his human name is called um Mirai uh Hibino Hibino. Mirai which I suppose technically means, like, future that's days. That's such a fun...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that actually game, comes yeah, up in okay. an
2: episode, which I guess you haven't gotten to yet, where that's why, you know, why he chooses that name for himself. And everything in the show has meaning. It's kind of cool. And the supporting cast, there are a couple of them that I find less exciting than others, but they all get their moment, and, you know, it's it's a good ensemble show in that it doesn't focus on any one of them. They all have their strengths. They don't tend to discount anybody because, you know, oh, you're just the the tech guy kinds of stuff, which has been known to happen in shows, and I like that. So The other cool thing about it is that um, the... Because the, most Ultraman shows, the, the Ultraman character is a member of a particular group of military or whatever, that is fighting the monsters. And this show is the same. Mm -hmm. The group is called G.U.Y.S. G-U-Y-S, capital everything. I don't actually know what that stands for, but uh, whatever. (laughs) Um, Oh, wait, no. Guards for Utility Situation. Great. (laughs) Also known as they wanted to name it G.U.Y.S. and had to come up with something that that stood for. But um, the, (laughs) the team, there's one guy especially who's like a huge kaiju fan basically and so every time a monster shows up he's like oh my gosh that's (laughs) this monster and this ultra foot and oh my gosh and then you know so he basically serves as the 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 person who tells you what monster this is in a way that's less boring than you know having a little card come up to tell you so yeah
1: like gaikari in go kaiju
2: yeah he he's like guy and Gokaiger. yeah pretty but much less obnoxious, but much less obnoxious,
0: so I'm guessing this this is probably your favorite of the like anniversary season shows Because like, we have a few years later we had decade and then a few years after that we had uh, Gokeger,
2: yeah, and to a you know Bokenger is also an anniversary series and and i've I've seen a bunch of anniversary shows and this one, I think, was done very, very well. Um, Gokiger also did a pretty good job at the bringing in the, the former actors thing. I don't think that using the former powers was—I mean, like all it was was, oh, look, I'm fighting, you, you know, looking like something different, and oh, I have boxing gloves. in this one, you know, it, <laughs> it didn't really—if you didn't know what the old ones were already about, then it didn't really make a whole lot of sense, Ingo Kaiger. I mean, it didn't, it wasn't confusing either. You just went, oh, it's one I don't know, and moved on. But what I have
1: heard is, sorry, go ahead. Go for it. Uh, Well, what I have heard is that uh, out of the, I mean, people who have seen the three series and who are, uh, well, knowledgeable, well, knowledgeable enough for uh, each of the three franchises, Say that uh, maybe this is the um, uh, most well, the, the best, well-rounded of the anniversary shows. Because I mean, we we all know Decade had problems. Hello, uh, and uh, <laughs> GoKaiju had its problems too. But uh, the 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 least uh, problems I hear of is maybe it's actually definitely. Yeah,
2: it did a good job because it it was able to bring back the actors for all of the,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, because. There were a couple where I don't think we ever actually saw Taro out of Ultraform. And, but, you know, we saw Ultraman, we saw Seven, we saw Eighty, we saw Leo, and where they brought back the actors. And in the course, in the Eighty, Ultraman Eighty, was a teacher. And in the episode where he was in, they actually brought back the actors who had played his students.
3: Oh, that's yeah. That was a
1: great episode. Do a,
2: you know, cause they, you know, I guess I've never seen eighty, so I don't know, but they sort of figured out by the end of the show that their teacher was Ultraman eighty, and so uh-huh. they they sing him. I guess it's a song that they sang at graduations in Japan. I don't know it, mm-hmm. but the little mm-hmm. notes at the top of the subs said that. And he had been planning on just leaving Earth after fighting the monster and not saying hi to his students, but then they, you know, they're their feelings reached him. And so he went to go talk to his students (laughs) and they had like a reunion. And so it it sort of feels like a show where the people who were in charge were huge ultra fans, Showa ultra Mm -hmm. fans, and they wanted to do a love story to Showa ultra while making it accessible to new viewers. Cause I, I had never watched anything that was ultra and it was so much fun to watch. It sort of gives you like a little taste of each of the shows so that you can figure out which of them you might be interested in watching without making it, you know, go over your head. So, yep.
0: Did, uh. So you said Ultra 7 came back? The actor? Mm hmm. Yep. yep. And Leo? And Leo? Yep. Did they interact?
3: <laughs>
0: I don't
2: think they ever came back in the same episode.
0: Oh, man. I wanted him Yeah.
3: To <laughs> I think they like to forget that part of Leo. <laughs> the Dan is a horrible person part. <laughs> uh, but that's no, my but favorite part. The,
1: yeah, he had changed. He became like this sadist. <laughs> it's great
2: <laughs> There are also a couple of the movies um, Involved with the Ultra Galaxy series Where Mibius uh-huh. comes back And then also It's kind of turned into a running joke How anytime they make an Ultra movie They bring back all the guys So it's less impressive now than it was in You know, 2007 but, It's
3: still uh, a, like, remarkable that they're willing to come
2: back that they're willing to come you back
3: yeah. yeah, You have no. a lot of actors who have bad uh, experiences With certain shows or whatever
2: Mm-hmm. But yeah.
3: ultraman's one of those ones where people just keep coming back hyta comes back dan comes back it's great
2: yep so yeah that's my soliloquy cool.
3: <laughs>
2: and if
0: you can if you want you can watch it on crunchyroll because they have all of maybe yeah
2: it's also legally. legally legally you
0: can podcast
3: ask. not sponsored by crunchyroll this
1: is true. <laughs> not,
0: Watch not it sponsored. with advertisements. Not sponsored. Either. I mean
1: seriously people, does it sound sponsored by anyone in general? <laughs> 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 we can talk about anything, anyone we can swear as much as we want. This is true. Especially
2: Paula Kim. might not appreciate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she's not here, is she? <laughs> oh. Oh She's
2: like five miles from me. She'll probably hear me doing it. <laughs> Come knock on my door Me lag. Stop.
0: Oh man. Um. All right, so next is
3: Meek. Oh, I thought you were going to forget I was here. Okay. No such thing. <laughs> well, my who, show...
2: Who, sorry,
1: who's next? Right. I got you, Tony. <laughs> so, so sorry, sorry, go, oh. sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, please.
3: So my show is also an anniversary show, but not, like, that much. It's Common Writer's 40th anniversary show, Forza. And... Ooh. It's space time. I mean, it's space time, y'all. I love it because, well, I mean, that's a good place to start. It's space time. It's a catchphrase. I hate the idea of catchphrases, you know?
2: Like, I hate the idea of
3: re-recurring elements that don't really answer the story. But Forza, the tone is one so such as, like, it's space time actually matters. Especially to the story and later on in the school they're going to. Like, when the plot develops, the reason the school was uh founded in the first place. And so it's just one of those, like, little things. And that's what I love Forze. the tone. It's optimistic, it's friendly. The whole uh, theme is friendship. And normally that can be so ham-fisted with a little PSA at the end. Remember, kids, don't be a bully. But Forze does it in a more, I guess you would say, humanistic way where... You see people's problems, and you solve their problems, mostly by punching it out of them, which is something I can really appreciate. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, like, because there's so much in it that can go wrong. You know, Gintaro could be super annoying, and he is, but that's the point where you can't help but love him for not giving up on anybody. And you can say that there's, like, "Mm
1: mm-hmm. No, I think this is a good chance for you to explain what's the appeal of the show, because I haven't watched it, and I haven't watched it because of the exact reasons that you give me. And I just want to know what makes it different. I mean, well, I mean, sort of sell it to me in the sense of telling me what you enjoyed about it and what uh, broke that uh, predisposition that you had. When you found out that it was about friendship. And that uh, Gentaro was uh, potentially going to be a very annoying character. Which is still the, the impression that I've got.
3: Okay. Well, I can connect that a little bit to what we just talked about maybe Which
2: mm-hmm.
3: is also one of my favorite shows. In that yeah. what I like about both of them is the team building. You know, Mabius makes a point to show how that uh, iteration of crew guys gets started. And Forze does the same thing. You know, it's his backyard gang that all the people hanging around Gintaro. But he has to earn their friendship. Like, he doesn't just show up. It's not something established in the beginning. It's like he got some really you know. unlikely
2: people in his posse.
3: Yeah. It's like, if you, you were watching a high school these drama,
2: people. these people would not be hanging out in the same group of people.
1: Nah, uh, different cliques.
3: Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's the entire point. The entire point is let's throw all that clique stuff out of the way. Let's embrace all these American high school stereotypes. There's the football player, the cheerleader the radio DJ, the musician nerd, the goth person, and it's like, alright, just take all these stereotypes, just smash them together. Everybody's going be mm-hmm. friends if you want it or not. But you're gonna want it at the end of this, because is just, uh, infectious. And yeah, you have to earn it, that's the thing about Forze. And every enemy, you know, becomes his friend, because he has to earn it, he has to get to know them, find out what their problem is, solve it, and punch them a bit, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is a common
2: writer show, of course he has to punch
1: yeah. <laughs> that brings okay. me to my next question then uh that's it for i mean what what you, that for uh for us high school drama uh, it sounds okay, okay, I can give it a chance, but this is a common writer show yes, how is. does it work as a common writer show in that case in which well i mean it turns out that the 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 students of the same school are becoming these uh zodiac based monsters, yes then he punches them
3: i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's how common rider works but no no i get what you're saying it's it's kind of a drug abuse allegory in that the switches are a way for them to solve for them to solve their problems and so Gentaro comes along with the alternative healthy solution you know stop shooting up but it's not shooting up it's a switch so pressing a button which still kind of looks like pressing the (laughs) on search,
2: <laughs> but let's leave yeah that it's not move. as overt as it was in in uh, double but it's yeah. the same with with sort of double where like they're just there. like
3: stabbing themselves with the powers
2: yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah it's the same thing and so it's also more resonant because it's at a school so you've got one right. where you don't and it's sort of a mystery finding out who the zodiac zodiacs are mm-hmm. not that much but eh, it doesn't need to be a mystery you know it's not like a murder mystery. It's just, let's watch these characters in this natural uh, environment. Let's see these people clash, because they clash. Guitar Ooh. is so annoying. And I love that. Like, that's the point. <laughs>
2: I don't think you're selling Cooney on it. <laughs> so, I mean, my, my
1: next question would be, is it exciting? I mean, it it sounds interesting, okay. But is it exciting in any way? I mean... Because I look for excitement that took such series as well.
3: I mean, it depends on who you are. The action's good, you know, directed by uh, Koichi Sakamoto for a few mm-hmm. select episodes. The uh, secondary writer, common writer, Meteor, has a sort of a Bruce Lee-ish fighting style. Oh, man. You know, he does the hand gestures Dude. and the, I wish the he had a better sound suit. effects. I wish he had a yeah, better Yeah, Meteor Storm on. is ugly as sin. I, I, <laughs> I
0: actually don't like the regular Meteor Storm. Meteor really? I, I got used to it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like that, doesn't really cl- like work well. For me, it doesn't work well with the whole Bruce Lee mm-hmm. uh, fighting style that he does. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the fighting style like is done so well in that suit so that fun. I just I I have to like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also, yeah. the
1: belt gimmick is one of the best I have ever seen in my life, dude. That music, disco ball, the disco the disco oh. music. Oh my god! You transform <laughs> yeah. with a disco ball. How cool is that? <laughs>
3: See, Cooney, why don't you want to watch the show then? You should watch it. I, I have this thing for high school stuff.
1: That yeah, don't I don't be so pessimistic, Cooney.
3: It's not Saved by the Bell. Don't worry. <laughs> well,
1: and the thing like is, I, I love like like Saved I keep by the saying,
3: Bell. That's the point. Is You're going to think that's what happens. But like Gantaro does to the Zodiac artist, it's going to force you to like it. It will punch you until you are happy. <laughs>
2: Kuni, if it makes you feel any better, I have been burned out on Sen since I finished watching the first season in 2009. I yeah. have not been able to go back and watch it, any more of it, because I'm still burned out on it. And I really liked Forze.
1: Really? Really?
2: Yeah. So, it, if, I mean, that's yeah. precisely
1: the vibe I was getting from, from Forze, that Gokusen yeah. Uh, Hanakimi well,
2: I th- Yeah... <laughs> It's a bit more like Hanakimi, but not as much. But it's. Yeah.
0: I would say. Well, for... without the
1: romance drivel and all that, yeah, I understand.
2: So. Yeah. I would say
0: for it, like, the. Like, for me, like, for example, in anime, I, I, I don't care for the whole high school element. It has mm-hmm. to have something that overpowers the high school element for me to enjoy it. And I think that's what Forza does. Like, yeah, the, the, the characters and the plot overpower the fact that it's a high school setting. Even though you do man. appreciate that they are high school friends.
3: And it has like, a good reason for it. Right. And, like, right. that's the whole thing about Gintaro. His personality, it's overbearing. But it needs to be because you're not going to buy friendship as a theme unless somebody's, like, knocked out, bleeding, clothes tattered. I'm going to be your friend whether you like it or not. Get over here. Henshin, punch some people. Space time, bro. It's- <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other thing is I kind of like it in spite of its premise. And not Mm -hmm. because of it Because sometimes Mm -hmm. I like something just because Oh I love this type of thing, I love it Whereas in this one, you know School dramas aren't really my thing But I really liked it Even though I didn't really like the premise Mm -hmm. Because honestly Especially at the beginning When everybody is still getting used to Gentaro They are saying what you're thinking Where they're like What on earth is this guy (laughs) on? That's what
3: I appreciate in shows when they know, like, what they're working with,
2: they're yeah. not
3: going to pretend that they're not making an annoying character. Like, as long as they recognize it and they understand, like, this is part of the plot, is him being really annoying. So, well, he's like,
2: if you've ever seen that video of, like, dogs annoying cats with friendship. Yeah. That's Gintaro. Like that. That's
3: Gintaro. Mm. <laughs>
2: that's Gintaro. <laughs> no, I mean, my, my question would be then, I mean, do I have
1: to bear with it? At any point, or I, I can just, you know, sit back and enjoy from start to finish.
3: You can sit back and enjoy. It. It's not like, it's not going to take a lot no. out of you mentally. Like, it's a simple show. So, mm. you don't have to, like, stare, pay attention, keep notes, who's doing what, blah, 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 blah. No, for show. example,
1: but, uh, but how about me t- having to take my time into liking uh, Gentara, for example? Do no, I start hating no, like, him and then liking him? Yeah, Yeah, I might remember.
3: It's his character arc. It's your Mm. character arc. That's the thing. Forza makes the viewer go through a character arc.
1: That's Uh, another uh, thing uh, I uh, appreciate. Right,
3: right, right, right. That's starting to sound very
0: interesting, actually. And I think Gintaro has this kind of enthusiasm about him that's very magnetic. It's the thing, like, for example, it's like what they're trying to do with Takaharu and, and Ninja, but they're not doing it right just the enthusiasm he's, <laughs>
3: oh, he's whispering like, shouting what is that
0: Like to the that's point... the thing
3: Takaharo is trying to be in the mold of Gintaro and had it's space time but Gintaro made you believe it and that's another thing about the way they shot some of that like where they would zoom out every time he said it until yeah. and they would go further and further each episode until it's like <laughs> you can hear it in the entire universe <laughs>
2: you just have to love
3: that man. yeah it's true
0: it's, meanwhile
2: it's, all the rest of the characters are looking at him like he's lost his mind which i the, found amusing
0: he's the, the only one who could do that
2: yeah. he's the
0: only one who could do it like whenever the, he com- like whenever the suit comes back for like other shows and they try to do it with other voice actors it doesn't work like mm-hmm. gentaro is the one that does it and it works with him
1: so he can show the whole the show together by himself he can hold it together no what i said no. earlier about team building is mm, also okay, important. okay, okay. Yeah. the people
3: he's surrounded by jay can be you all of those people kengo you're gonna be kengo i'll tell you that right now <laughs> kengo yeah,
2: is... <laughs> totally kengo. kengo is the
3: one who's like can you stop trying to fist bump like i'm not your friend i just know how to work the suit and all the technology kengo is the brainy
1: one right though uh, yeah I, I sort of identified with him in the movies Mm-hmm.
2: well he's the one who had the belt and the only reason he's not using it is because he's too weak Yep. so
3: that's pathetic
2: his dad gave him the belt. He has like health problems or asthma or something. I don't remember exactly what. Whoa! Well,
3: so he... He yes,
2: space. Yes, he also has spoilers. <laughs> but yes. <laughs>
1: no, it's fine. It's fine. I like being spoiled, actually. Well, we're considering it's... the
0: listener. Yeah. Isn't if, if, someone, if some that, if some, if some.
2: Who cares about <laughs> people listen listeners? to this? What? How <laughs> would you say that? You said. <laughs> God, I killed the chat. Sorry. No, they know. They
1: know. They know. They know. Yeah, they know. I love them all, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait, are you are you
0: are you punching them until they say that they agree? With you? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm overbearing, but in a different way.
0: <laughs> uh, um. So, Nick, mm-hmm. is there a favorite episode or? Yeah, I want
1: to know that as well.
3: Uh. Not necessarily. I kind of view the show as like a whole piece, but mm. I love the movies specifically Mega Max and his uh, solo movie. Everybody a good is spacetime. Yep. It's a good or no, I thought it was. Was space it everybody? Habri- is that it? I thought it was everybody at spacetime. So oh yeah, it is. It is. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Cause also the movie Everybody is Spacetime with the uh, Ishinomori references. Especially the uh what was it dietetrogen seventeen reference? Love that. Mm. That's the thing, Cooney. He befriends a giant space station. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. You, you should uh, check it out, Cooney.
1: Only Exactly. Uh, okay, okay. I'll oh, no, I'll check it out, I'll check it out. And it's totally believable. Well, it, I mean,
2: in common writer, anyway. in all in all
1: honesty it cannot be that bad. So uh, there should be some good things, of course there are. I mm-hmm. just need to to just you know bring myself up to watch it. <laughs>
2: we'll pester you. Don't worry. We're here we'll for ask, you, man.
1: We'll ask you once. Message or. you
3: every day. Okay.
2: <laughs> we will bother you with friendship.
1: No, it's right now on Hulu Japan, actually. Is it? So, are you cool. serious? Nice. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <It's> amazing. Man. <laughs> and Japan you gets need... all the good stuff.
1: And you don't need
0: subtitles. Man, get out of here. But yeah, they don't have subtitles, so... No, I'm saying you don't need it, though.
1: No.
3: So...
0: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh. Uh, Nick, is there anything else you want to add about it? About, like, for example... You like it as a whole. Is is there a specific aspect that never gets tiring for you?
1: Or never gets old for you? Yeah, what, what makes it a comfort food? Yeah. Friendship. I wish I was joking. Look, I'm one of the most
3: <laughs> cynical people you will ever meet in your life. But seriously, seriously, okay? seriously, seriously, he'd be friends, a space station, like I can't. No, the I fact, the argue fact with that, that
1: you the, the fact that you you know are trying to sell us that idea something to make se- that makes sense is what really intrigues me about the show. I mean, how what could possibly happen that would make me think about the him befriending a space station something plausible within the universe i mean i, I cannot fathom that possibility right now but everything's possible
3: in the universe because that's how strong friendship is
1: again i wish i was joking
3: okay it's a dumb <laughs> idea but it's great it's beautiful because i mean they establish it in the very beginning they don't establish that friendship is literally the power of powering his uh, belt. But it is, in a roundabout way. So, you know. And it makes sense, buddy.
1: Cause, no, well, no, I totally know. agree. I mean, that, that's like, the beautiful thing about the cliches. First, have you
3: seen, like, the first two episodes?
1: I have... Uh, I don't remember. I one have watched I it, like, but
3: I don't remember much of it. Okay, One thing I like is, like, enthusiastic heroes. None of that Shinji Ikari nonsense. Unless the story calls for it. But... <laughs> He just takes the belt, has no idea what's going on, but you know he has a job to do. There's a monster attack in the school. Let's get it. Let's
1: uh-huh, go. Uh-huh.
3: Let's get up. Let's befriend
1: this thing. <laughs> right. No, no, it's okay. It's fine. I mean, that's what I like it because that's the good, the great, the beautiful thing about cliché, is that they become clichés for a reason because they work. It's like Margie Ranger. Magic Ranger is about family.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: go Go Five is about family, for example, and uh, I think that's what. I, uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yuki. Sorry, <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> is about what is it about? Trains? No, imagination, imagination. <laughs> I couldn't yeah.
3: bring myself to finish.
1: Anyway. No, no. You know why is it? Why it's about imagination? You have to watch the the movie, the Tokyo Seven movie. Really? Surprisingly that's good. The it's See, beautifully. Executed. I mean, it's such a such an amazing conclusion to such a great show.
2: Yeah, it's actually a really great. Because I laughed
1: and I cried when I went to watch it, and mean, when we went to the press screening, it was horrible and amazing at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was um, ashamed of myself as an adult. No, watching do this that, show about Connie. kids and trains, and I'm just you. <laughs> <laughs> the only adult in the, the theater. You, he's your
3: friend. He would
0: sob with you. You would say it's okay.
1: No, no that's another thing. Maybe I'm a, I'm a bit allergic to that kind of character. That's why Daigo never did it for me in Gear Ninja. I have been, yeah, I have been... Mm. Many friendships have died because of this.
3: Because you don't like friendship?
1: Yeah, no, because people have <laughs> I can't given up the friendship because happened. I don't like Daigo. I just don't like him. And you have to expect, accept me as, as a non-Daigo liker, okay? So this is going to no be Quinny's last podcast. You were dead. It was <laughs> <laughs> really, really nice. There plunging. are
2: those jokes
3: like Daigo King Ranger. No, I can totally <laughs> understand. Not, yeah. not, I can understand not, you know, Jai- Gentaro's not that overbearing. Because again, friendship is a two-way street. It's not just Gentaro. He should be a motivational speaker.
1: No, it's it's so bizarre because no, normally you're so sardonic and so sharp now It's just <laughs> like why you white straight. If this start. show is making me act out of character, then you know something.
2: <laughs> Either that or he's slipped well, into his Doing drink, a great,
1: great job selling it to me. Yeah, dude, yeah, I think he it. does. Like that's wow. I want to watch it again now. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Good job. <laughs>
2: I haven't did watched it since it was on. I now. need to watch it again.
0: Me too. Because I was I was one of the people who was like, had very mixed feelings about it. I, I liked the friendship aspect of it, but I didn't like everything about the show. Mm-hmm.
3: So no, also, I really like space. space that might be it too. Like, I, I like it. Mars and all that good stuff. See, so seeing the dude dressed up as a space shuttle just punching monsters. See, again, I didn't like his suit. Punching monsters is really important. Really, I didn't Those like his suit. I guess like I, one of my least favorite suits. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah the, the, the rocket for a head never really did like. much for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's the
0: color scheme for. I, I know the color scheme is supposed to be you know the spaceship or whatever, it but it
3: looks exactly like a spaceship.
0: I know. I understand that, and I understand it's, the mo- as a right motif. It 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 totally works as a space motif. But for me, I just don't like how it looks as much as other shows like even Wizard or you know Drive or you know. And it's also a cicada, too. no? Is it? something
1: that's something I really enjoy looking for in the common writer motifs the bug motive because I insist on finding a bug motif okay. if there is another one there
0: what's the bug motif for drive
1: <laughs> drive luck I don't know uh, let me just no, <laughs> because I mean we if if I given enough time I'm going to find it I'm we'll gonna, make I'm one gonna,
3: up. I know um, what drives bug motif is what I ooh, god. oh god uh, oh. I knew you were gonna do that. You oh punk, let's cut that out. Wait. No, we're gonna leave that.
1: No, you are gonna, gonna live, that is. With that. So going to live with
0: that.
3: that. <laughs> You're gonna live with. You that.
2: deserve the the flack you would get for that one.
3: Oh god, I couldn't resist. It as could soon as you said
1: ladybug, that, it ladybug. It could be a ladybug. Hmm. Ladybird.
0: Just because of the red. Hmm. What else?
1: I mean, because there is a. I mean, look, look from. Uh, well, I mean, not the obvious ones, of course. But for example, uh, Oz is a dragonfly. Oh. You with me?
2: Mm, mm. Okay. Uh, Maybe. Fly Even. Is a firefly. His... I get that. Oh, well, yeah, definitely.
1: Then uh, Decay is a stinky bug. Is <laughs> it because the show sucks? No, seriously. seriously <laughs> it's
2: like, are you talking about the quality of the show
1: or the. Uh... <laughs> Uh, well, I enjoyed it. For all the clusterfuck it became, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, I enjoyed it immensely at I enjoyed it, it, I the enjoyed beginning,
0: it up until then, they ran yeah, out of shows to adapt. Until
2: they kept I mean, going the after the show ended. I Rider and
1: Black scene with Minami Kodato transforming both in Kamen Rider Black and Black Rx. At the same time. I got teary
0: No, no, no. That's, that was that, a brilliant that was, episode. It's that was awesome. When they go to, like, uh, was it the Nega World or the, uh, like, Amazon kind of...
2: Uh, yeah, when they I mean, run out of writer worlds and stop, start making up
3: on new ones.
0: See? That's
1: the thing, see? You don't but get that it. that sucked, sucked on told amounts of ass.
2: <laughs> anyway, so back okay. to the things back back to... we were supposed to be talking about. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right.
0: So, we're kind of running on low on time, so I think we should do, like, sort of a bit of a speed around with our second choice. We'll talk about it, but, you know...
1: Like teasing it for the second part? I guess you yes, could say there's that. It's going to be a second part. Oh yeah, mm. cheeky. Ah, uh. all right. Yeah.
0: So I so guess that's... I'll start. Yes. Uh, for me, it was a struggle. I, I had a hard time picking one. I really wanted to pick Die Ranger, but the only problem is I've only seen it once, and I don't know how it will work after multiple see- uh, showings. But I can mm-hmm. almost guarantee that I'll love it as many times as I see it. But that's the crazy. one I'm going to pick is Comrade Fies.
3: Mm, good choice. Ah.
1: Good. yeah most for, of it anyway would you call it a comfort food though <laughs> is it really comfortable to watch pies <laughs> as much as you enjoy it though because i have the same experience but misunderstandings the show yeah i it's, don't, it's, don't i don't enjoy watching pie. it's it, it's it's done
0: so much that it's laughable so i guess you could say it's kind of enjoyable like as a Not a frustrating watch, but like just one of the things you kind of yell at the screen
1: repeatedly, like, just pick up the phone or whatever, you know. No, yeah, but my problem was that I was serious about it. It was not not a tug-in-cheek thing or or ironic. I was actually frustrated at the confusion. So, pick up the fucking phone. If you pick up the phone, everything (laughs) is going to be clear. It was so angsty and there
3: was so much suffering.
1: That's, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, with
3: Five words. It's
0: true. No. It's true. I,
1: I, I, you know, that's the main thing of the show. That's why I like the show. But I cannot say that I. It's a comfort food for me. It's like eating a spicy food or something.
0: So are you guys basically gonna talk me out? Of-
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: I mean, if I'm totally yeah, cool find, with that. I just find it <laughs> curious that you call it a comfort food. Maybe it's not. That's the thing. I had a hard time deciding because it was mm. between common uh, fries, Deca Ranger and Die Ranger.
1: See, Deca Ranger would be a much more. It probably would well, be. not, not believable plausible. Maybe more. more uh, I can find. I can understand. <laughs> so I can g- find. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I suppose
2: think I, it, it depends on what you mean by comfort food, because right, for me, yeah, comfort food uh-huh. is something that I watch over and over and over again because I need something that I enjoy watching. It doesn't right. necessarily have to be something that is comfortable to watch. Well, also... It could be mirroring something that you're going through at the time, and you want to be able to yell at the television because you can't yell at the person that's irritating you.
1: Tokusatsu that's the therapy.
2: <laughs> so, you know, like I, I love watching the two episodes where we find out about Takumi, and then the aftermath. I love watching those. I've watched them over and over and over again. Find so,
1: out the big secret. Yeah, the, like
0: the big secret. Yeah, there's a bunch of episodes in there that I can watch over and over and over again, and it's one of those things. I guess, like part of the definition for like for me anyway, and like it's something that despite its flaws, I can still enjoy. It. And mm. Fires has a ton mm. of flaws, <laughs> <laughs>
1: especially there the end. a bunch show. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a very like, but at the same time, I don't know something about it. Just something about the like. There's parts of it that I can watch over and over again. Like for example, just the whole. For example like when I first saw it like I was surprised at how much it dealt with like you know this like discrimination between you know the orphonox and you know humans or whatever mm-hmm. and seeing that and I, even though it did have a bunch of misunderstandings like that whole concept for me like seeing it in Commander was something that I can I liked delving into it like I I liked exploring that aspect of the show and for me there are there are specific episodes that I can always watch like i think the first time it's it's cheesy but the first time takumi sort of realizes i have no dreams but i can protect the ones who have dreams like when Mm -hmm. there's an it's it's an early episode where he basically like he's struggling with the fact that like he has like mario over here wants to be a beautician uh i think it's keitaro
2: keitaro yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Wants like Wants, wants to clean to everyone's clothes. Clean everyone's clothes. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know why. Sure. But yeah, basically everybody has dreams. He has none, but he makes a decision to protect everybody's dreams. And that kind of uh, theme, like theme for a hero, I thought appealed to me. Like n- not everybody has like a motive, but ha- being being able to protect someone else and put someone else before you. Mm. Those kind of things really work for me. And he does that again you know towards the end when he decides to fight alongside Kusaka and uh Miharu Mihara Miharu
1: Mihara
2: Mi- yeah. Mihara
0: when he decides to finally like he's he's you know he's dealing with a bunch of like inner demons or whatnot and then, but then he's like he decides like I'm going to I'm going to fight yeah, with yeah, you I agree
1: Daikin like, is a great uh, arc I mean his story is a, a good hero story he's a true rich uh, interesting hero
0: right yeah, exactly. That's like, like one of the things I like seeing him, along with um, Kiba Yuji. seeing them sort of mm-hmm. their their paths. They're sort of parallel, but they intersect at the times. Yeah, and that kind of thing. Like, On there's a lot the of two asp-
1: different size of the bottle.
0: Right, right, and seeing like there's a lot. Of, there's a lot to it besides like the miscommunication. The miscommunication hinders it a lot, but for me, it's worth it to see these you know elements of the show and okay. and it's also like it is my favorite suit it has my favorite suits in the whole show it's my favorite like one of my favorite like monster designs i love it like the orphan ox really oh i love awesome. the orphan yeah, yeah, yeah. they're Amazing. so cool and I, yeah. love, I love the action in it it's really cool like it's it's a fun i don't know it's for me like it's a it's a kind of heavy show and it's a very i guess slapped together kind of show in a way, like it's it's definitely one of those shows where you see that uh, the writer uh, Toshiki Inoue just kind of like said, "Screw it," <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> um, no, but one thing. The he beginning does of know, the end.
1: Kind of, yeah. One thing he does know how to do is pay off all the suffering he puts us through.
0: It's true.
1: Because I mean, one of the things that I do find as a comfort food is the thrashing that Kiba gives Kusaka in the end. Mm-hmm. Oh that is yeah, so satisfying. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like everyone had been
2: wanting to do that to him the entire so show. So cathartic.
1: Yeah, it's great. Right, right.
0: It's yeah. It's, that, that's the thing. Like, there's so many things in it that are good and actually, I wouldn't say iconic, but it's something that a lot of fans, especially fans who came into the the fandom around that time or a little bit after, they always hold that show for like. Like Kusaka is one of the most memorable, like you know, douchebags of *Kamen Rider*, <laughs> and you just love it's to hate that It's
3: Almost Day, huh? So it's almost Kaiser Day.
0: Oh yeah, it is. Next it month. is almost oh, it's
3: pretty, Day, yeah.
0: Yeah, but um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much why I enjoy. It. I mean, it's it's, I guess you could say it in a way, it's not really a comfort food because you probably don't feel comfortable when you're watching it. But it's one of those shows where it's like if you, if you're feeling like, I mean, there's some shows where you feel like. I want to sort of not not turn off my brain, but just one of the shows I just want to enjoy it from start to finish.
3: and like you're other, in the mood for a certain.
0: Right, and things. when you when you're in the mood for like some drama or some you know tension between you know factions or whatever, I I think that's one of the shows that I really go to. cool.
3: Okay.
0: Maybe okay. not the best one, but that's that <laughs> works for me, I guess. Um, Cooney, yes. You? What's
1: your next one? Uh, my second choice was also a Kamen Rider, mm-hmm. and it's Kamen Rider Black.
2: Mm-hmm. And Iconic. His nick
1: is uh, clearing his throat. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> in here. It's a well, no. Well, I mean, I sort of understand. It's a show of its time. That it's a very and it's it's a transitional show because uh, RX was a completely different thing, but I think it's the last great Ishinomori show. The last great, uh, you know, Kamen Rider show that really captures just that dark and gritty and lonely spirit that Ishinomori had thought of when he thought of Kamen Rider. It's not, but but at the same time, I think, excepting for some details, I think that uh, the design of the Rider is timeless. He, I, I think he yeah. still looks sleek and, and 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 modern and you know, cool. Even though uh, time has passed. I mean, I, I don't think it's just nostalgia goggles when I say this. B- but as I said, there are some details that, well, are not uh, in accordance to what a Kamen Rider is nowadays. But the thing about, uh, well, Kamen <coughs> Rider Black is. I, th- I guess it's the mood. It's, uh, I mean, it, it, uh, as episodic and as ridiculous as it can get, it's really moody. And. Um, what I felt the most when I was watching it, uh, being five years old, was that Minami Kotaro was alone, fighting alone, fighting alone, fight against this uh, group of monsters, scary monsters that appeared more than once in my nightmares.
2: <laughs> oh, poor Kuni. Wow.
1: No, yeah, I mean, seriously, seriously. and monsters, And if... an, it's about that little uh, horror uh, thing. I, I still have it in, in my, my <clears throat> memory. And it didn't scare me. I just found it scary being a small child and being an adult. I still find it scary. It's the movie of Common Rider Black. Uh, there is a, a Volkswagen Beetle going into a, into a uh, tunnel. And then the chameleon monster that appears in the movie coming out of the hood, because the motor is on the back, are coming out of the hood. And the tongue of it coming out of the beetle and eating a, bo- a, a small child. <laughs> Apparently, combined I never watched the movie. I don't remember that part.
3: a messed up it's, No, it's, it's the
1: first scene actually, but it's combined with with that haunting son- soundtrack that that *Kamen Rider Blackass*. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a complete package of of, of a dark and gritty uh, *Kamen Rider* Night- show. Nightmare what, fuel. With, with, it, well, it, yes, it's, it's nightmare fuel, but I me mean, compared to to Gingaman, which is really colorful and really nice and fairies and magic and and good guys and stuff. I think it's a nice con- counterbalance, like a palette cleanse, cleanser. And I I just can't help in but enjoy every episode. It's just I think it's a bit <coughs> sorry, a bit harder to explain why I like Rider, as opposed to why I like Gingerman as a comfort food but I can get tired of Kamen Rider Black I don't know why Yeah, I mean
0: I think uh, from what I saw it's, it's, it's kind of a bit episodic so that can also very kind of episodic. Pro- yeah, that can contribute to it would you say that it sort of uh, mirrors the sort of uh, horror aspect that the original Kamen Rider had because that one had a lot of like. from what I'm watching now it has a lot of like atmospheric tension like and it's 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 pretty pretty uh I'd say at times it can be pretty creepy. Would you say that's the same thing with Camaro Black? That is sort of mirroring
1: that? Yeah, it's it's creepy, it's dark, it's um People die. Lots mm-hmm. of people die there is a real i mean and, and it's a like a very down to earth kind of conflict cuz gogum is, is a terrorist organization and they want to take over the world they are not so alien i mean they are monsters yes but they are modified monsters uh, obeying orders from a being that came out came from space but the the, the plans that they have they are really localized to start with they mention specifically that they want to conquer japan first and they're very, very realistic. It's about poisoning people. It's about bombing this building. It's about destroying this dam. It's about uh, putting some uh, chem- mutating chemical into children's candy to make them into gogum slaves. Things like that. So, yeah. <laughs> and th- those were the things that, you know, a kids' show could could have in, in uh, back in the uh, late 80s and 90s.
2: I remember there being a lot of episodes that had the, the so-called token child. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: It which you I mean suppose every if, episode if, if I had been watching it as a child it probably would have been nice, but watching it as an adult I was just like, "Geez, really? Do we have another child that I don't care about now? Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: but yeah. I do remember really liking the show when I watched it. It's been a few years, I should go back.
0: Did you finish it as well?
2: I did. I finished it and I finished RX as well. So cool.
0: That's on my it, list.
2: It took me a you little while. I figured it was, you know, the iconic one that everybody always mentions as being one that you should watch from right. from the older series, so I should, so I did. It took me a while, because they were so episodic that, you know, you finish an episode and there's nothing that makes you want to watch the next one necessarily. Right. Except for, you know, just wanting to watch the next episode. There wasn't a cliffhanger or anything, so.
0: That may be something that, uh, not to hijack your seven. but <laughs> well, That's something that I, I like that hooked me with Fives. is that every episode sort of made you kind of want to watch the next one because it always ended in a fight and always ended with someone falling into a river or something. Open
2: your eyes for the next Fize.
1: <laughs> kind of oh yeah, is. I love that phrase. Open your eyes for the next Fize.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which got really annoying <laughs> by the end of the show but that's okay.
0: Nah, it doesn't get annoying at all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: Well, if you marathon it, it just gets a bit boring by the end, really.
0: It's true. But I'm not going to watch the whole show in a day. <laughs> so oh. that happened to me with Kabuto. Okay.
1: Actually, I watched it in a day. You watched what? Kabuto. Kabuto. You did. Holy oh. crap! Really? He can. Yeah. And oh. I got this binge thing that uh, I cannot imagine anyone waiting a week to know what happened.
2: Oh,
0: dude! I kinda yeah. I had to slog,
2: slog through Kabuto. It was a
1: very intense experience because I was super sick with the but uh, you know, um, really in- in- incapacitating cold. Mm-hmm. So I was just, you know, uh, covered, uh, you know, uh, wrapped in a blanket, all snotty.
2: So you're saying you can only appreciate Link. the show if you're deathly ill?
1: Oh. Probably I wouldn't have appreciated as much if I hadn't <laughs> been sick. Really, I had
3: no other choice. <laughs> ah. <Yeah. laughs>
1: uh. Uh anything else about uh Comrade of Black? No, I think we have teased the audience enough. <laughs> we'll have we'll have uh you know enough time Ooh. to talk about Black and what Nick thinks about him. Mm. Nick doesn't think about it. Oh, the
0: comeback. You have a rebuttal <laughs> <laughs> The antagonism. I'm gonna instigate the fight. Uh Carol, what is your next choice?
2: Well, uh, some of you may know that my old screen name was Blade Dancer, and the reason I chose that was because my favorite common Rider show was Common Rider Blade. Woo! Which uh, honestly I don't think it's on many people's list as being their favorite. <laughs> I I rarely found somebody who would claim that it was their favorite. And It I, was I,
1: mine before Forza.
2: Was it? Yay. Yeah.
1: Well, We have the same problems as Fi's, in my opinion. It does
2: kind of have some of the same problems as Fi's in that you feel like they should just be able to pick up a phone and talk to each other. But <laughs> unlike Fi's, a lot of the secrets that they're hiding are huge. and so you, understandable. So you can the understand secrets, yeah. why they would keep it a secret as opposed to the ones just in Fize, <laughs> I mean,
1: it's just like,
2: children. also it's Also,
0: it's less excusable with Fives because the whole freaking premise is a freaking cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: But, um, in, in my case, the reason I really, really love it, because, um, you know, the, the undead are cool. The, the fact that they were, there were a finite number of them, there were mm-hmm. only 52, mm-hmm. 53, and so... When they <laughs> ran out of monsters, they ran out of monsters, and it was the end of the show. They did eventually end up having some artificial ones near the end, but it was like Good shocking plans. to everybody. So, mm-hmm. they were like, where did this guy come from? He didn't show up on our scanners, and all this stuff. So, But um, the thing I really love that makes me go back and watch it over and over is the interactions between the main character, Kenzaki, um, who Connor Counter-Rider Blade, and... Hajime, who is common writer Kalis, which is spelled uh-huh. chalice, but they say Kalis all the time, Kallis, which confused yeah. the heck out of me for quite a while. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so the because I, I don't know. Do you guys care if I spoil who Kelly's who Kalis is?
3: I've go ahead. I, I mean I've, I've seen uh, this one. Oh, that, I think the listeners might. Well, um,
2: you you find out pretty early in the show. Who
0: you do he is, yeah yeah but you still. Like, in the so first 15
2: true. episodes, you find out who he is. But anyway. You do? He, he's a spoiler. I need to
3: rewatch it.
2: He, he's a spoiler. But, you know, the, <laughs> the, um, it's hard to talk about when I can't talk about who he is. Uh.
3: I mean, there's a, like, it brings them into conflict, and you feel the pain of that conflict. It's something you don't want to happen. Okay. It's something I'll they spoil don't half
2: want of it without spoiling all of it. You find out... I know. You find out that he's an undead.
1: Oh, most, yeah, that, that, that works. Most of actually. the show, yeah.
2: you don't know what undead he is. Because any of the ones that are Jack, Queen, King um, can take human form. Do
1: appear, uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: Um, Anything that's below that is just a monster. It doesn't ever... It can't look human. But, so, most of the show, you have, you know, the, this guy who is the ultimate good guy... He, he's like the, the guy where if he's trying to help you and you punch him in the face he will go okay now can you stop punching me so I can keep helping you like there's, See, there's actually it. an episode where a girl tricks him into going out on a date and then she still helps him, helps her or he still helps her It it's like she's the most irritating character known to mankind and he's yeah, just yeah,
1: I remember that it was really really infuriating it was <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like one of the episodes I can't watch Because it bugs me so much But so you have this guy And then you have a, a guy who Has been literally Sealed inside a playing card for the last 10,000 years And he is sort of trying To figure out what it means to be human And so he sort of attaches Himself to this family that is related to One of the other characters which is how we get to know Him at all and I just love watching the interactions between the two of them, and they have, like, the the epic friendship of the ages, and at the end of the show, all sorts of sacrifices Mm. are made. They're, like, the
1: ultimate frenemies.
2: They (laughs) are, like, except mostly when it's frenemies, it's, like, people that you have to interact with and pretend you like, whereas in their case, they're friends who were forced to fight.
1: Well, I mean, they feel true appreciation for each other, but I think that being on the... Opposite sides, just like Cuba and, and Takumi. Me, I mean, going back to Faye, it's about understanding each other, knowing the pain that they go through, knowing that why what makes them feel righteous about what they do.
2: Yeah, because at and the I end, they, they termized, both mm-hmm. they understand each other. Right, that's the
1: thing. That's what they're like to each be. other's perfect they opponent because they other. understand
2: yeah. each other so well that I just love watching the interactions between the two of them. There are two other writers. And whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of them, uh, Garen does end up starring as a zodiac in um For the... in Forza. So that was cool when I saw him. I was like, wait a second. But and uh, the other
1: one that everybody hated,
2: and then the other one that everybody hated. Well, his arc was stupid. <laughs> His arc it, was...
1: It could have worked better. I'm I a see, random yeah.
2: child who gets taken over by an undead, sort of, kind of, but really it just makes me a whiny jerk.
1: I just I just hated that he was such
0: a scrawny little kid and then when he transforms into this big, huge dude. That bothered yeah. me.
2: Suit actor. Yay. Yeah,
0: I know, but still, <laughs> it, it never matched.
2: They don't make scrawny suit actors. Well, they do what they, make, they do, well, Shintai.
0: pick another actor.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but... Well, he In was supposed to be a high school kid, like and he was supposed like to be a weak like high school kid, so I can understand. But I guess. yeah, no, but
1: that's another thing. The designs of Blade are amazing. Oh, yeah, beautiful designs.
2: Yeah, not just also, the designs, the music. I love the designs. I love the designs of the writers too, because mm. um,
3: especially how they worked like the cards.
2: Would and... they work with the card motif? Because Common Rider Blade is based off of the, the suit of spades. Um, Garen, I guess Garen is an old word for galleon, as in coins mm-hmm. and so the suit of heart or the suit of um, diamonds used to be salt, called the suit of coins and so ah. that's why he's Garen um, then there's Khalees, um, the suit of, car- of uh, hearts used to be the suit of cups
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then there's um, oh my gosh, why is his name now fallen out of my head L- Li-angle. 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 Li- Li-angle. Li- Li-angle. Liangle Liangle, thank you Li-angle. <laughs> because he's the one I don't care about. But um, <laughs> Langol, I guess, is a word for a type of club. So that's why he's the suit of clubs. Which hmm. is kind of cool. But it means that when they seal an undead, they don't actually kill any of them. You can't kill them. You just seal them inside a playing card. And then undead. every enemy that they defeat becomes their own ammunition. So that you can use, like, a combo of cards. they Pokemon
0: cards.
2: Kind of, yeah. Like, each... Uh, you know, e- each card has a different ability, so there's, like, the, um... Dick.
1: Thunder. Yeah, Lightning like, slash. Mock.
2: You know, so it's, like, <laughs> the, the Spider Undead, and, you know, the Mantis Undead, and all these ones that each have their own, you know, ability that they use when they're out, and then when you seal them, you can use it by the writer. Generally, like? the writers only use the abilities for their own undead in their suit, but every now and then they'll they'll use somebody else's. That's kind of
0: it's, cool. it's been a while since I've seen it, but wasn't it the gimmick where they could use three cards at once? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, they could use three cards at once, and then when um, Kenzaki gets Jack Form, which can fly, because reasons, mm-hmm. and then what's the
1: name of the item that he uses? The uh, Rouse
2: the the blade Rouser, Rouser. or the Rouse absorber.
1: On their, yeah,
2: the Rouser is, uh-huh. on, is the thing on their weapon that they use to to use cards to begin with. And then the mm-hmm. Rouser Absorber is the thing that lets him change into jack form and king form. But the other thing I really like about Blade is that, um, you know, like sometimes a writer show, will, they'll get to the, the final form and then they just spam that form. So uh-huh. you, you never actually see their base form anymore. Sometimes it makes sense, I suppose, because if you're fighting you know, progressively stronger enemies, then your base form just can't compete anymore, so it All makes right. sense in series, but it still feels kind of like, oh look, we're going to take out our final form, and then that's the end of the fight. Whereas in this particular show, the final form actually has a rather huge downside to using it too much, where it tires him out so anytime he uses it in in battle he basically collapses in exhaustion afterwards and then it also has a longer term bad thing that happens if he keeps using it which i won't actually tell you what it is but it's bad (laughs) danger danger but um so yeah i just the show has so many different levels to it And so you can watch it just on a surface level Where you're, you know, and what happens next And then you, if you want to You can sort of try to find out the, Watch the characters And watch them change And their interactions with Other characters and with other undead And yeah So yeah, that's why I like it
0: Cool, cool. And Nick You're going to bring it home, man What's your last one?
3: I find it interesting that our two shows, for I think everyone here, are like tonally opposite. We each have a light <laughs> show and a dark show. That's mm-hmm. true. And I no, am no it. different because my other show is Jetman. Oh. And yeah. I know you wouldn't really call that comfortable, but <laughs> it's all because of one character, really. And, of course, that's uh, Black Condor, Gaiyuki, mm. a.k.a. the cigarette-smoking saxophone-playing Card dealing, just terrible person. And <laughs> <laughs> it was like a shock to me seeing a jerk as a ranger. Because, you know, I think Jetman was my first Sentai. And I was mm-hmm. used to Power Rangers. Everyone's nice. Blah, blah, blah. That's and a so, big shift. It's like, hi, I'm Guy Yuki. I am going to punch the red ranger because, you know, I feel like it. I'm going <laughs> to steal this girl because I feel like it. A gamble, a drink, a smoke, I play saxophone. I'm just the coolest person on the planet. <laughs> and one episode that really uh, solidifies it for me was another thing I had never seen before. was a marriage vacuum cleaner where you kind of see his softer side. But he does the, uh, the uh, I don't know what you call it, but he doesn't pose and he doesn't do a henshin call. He just transforms like cold. It's a cold henshin because he's so angry at the monster for doing something. So he's just walking forward slowly, and then his suit just shows up. And then he just starts wrecking shot, and it was beautiful, man. <laughs> just, so, just,
1: Nick, Nick, just to add to that, there is a really great story about that episode told mm-hmm. by the man himself. Look forward mm-hmm. to the interview. It's in oh. the works.
2: Dun dun dun. Oh, jeez.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I but love I know his what character. you talk about here.
3: Yeah. And uh, also, another thing. The villains, you know, Vyram, it was nice seeing people who were, like, unabashedly evil. Like, I remember Radigat. (laughs) I
1: was super evil, yeah.
3: Radigat, when he he lost his memory, so, like, the human girl nurses him back to health, and then he gets his memory back, and any other show would be like, oh, thank you, I'm gonna go back to being evil now, I'm sorry. No, Radigat, he just straight up kills her and walks away. I'm like, You monster. That's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like this pure monster. Take it in a direction I wasn't expecting. So, yeah,
1: Jetman. Because it's, it's mean, man. No, I man. mean, Jetman needs its own podcast eventually.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I still need to see it. What? Yeah. You I haven't? Mean,
3: I haven't seen The it. Mecca are ugly, but whatever.
1: Uh, there's been worse. There has been worse. Oh, yeah. Ranger. Oh, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. No, come on. Oh, Ranger, those makers are are the least inspired piles of crap I've ever seen. Seriously? All right, Tell yes. us how you really feel,
3: why don't you? Wait, that's, more, that's a whole more than whole any of the,
0: manga. like, most of the 80s ones look very similar to each other. They're boxes.
3: Yeah. They are cardboard boxes, both literally and figuratively.
1: You can, oh my god, we have to have a, make a podcast now. There's, dude. And it's going to be one of the Bloods, Bloody series. Oh, dude, you, you've done it now. (laughs) Takusatsu Blood Network. The fight begins.
3: Anyway, Jetman is awesome because Black Condor is awesome. Somebody get me that figure art for Christmas, I love you.
1: (laughs) If anyone listening is interested, just send us an email.
2: (laughs) <laughs> or just send us the figure. Out. That's fine too.
1: Oh yeah, well, send it. <laughs> That's more practical.
0: <laughs> well, they gotta know where you are, so they kind of have
1: to send an email.
2: Oh, fine. You
1: don't have a Telkernet PL box? We should get on that. <laughs> we should. We should set, a, we'll set one up. <clears> throat> anyway, throat> let's take it home. That's people.
0: all righty, then. So that was an
1: interesting podcast. It was.
2: It's an interesting uh, conversation. I like listening to you guys.
0: Yeah. I think we'll have. I think we'll have more of these.
2: Oh,
1: look at that! All nice and kind now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice and kind when I'm in the proper mood oh really so that's like every no I'm, yeah. I'm getting sleepy that's why probably ah <laughs> but yeah, it's I morning think think... where you are exactly and I just had a night shift so it's oh. like about 1am for my organism oh
0: god so let's, let's let little Tony go let's, to bed yeah let's, let's wrap this up so yeah we'll, we'll definitely have more um, I think we'll have a part two maybe of this Tokusatsu yeah. comfort food podcast and yeah, probably switch up the cast a little bit see what everybody else has to offer um, if you want to follow us there are a bunch of places you can follow us you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com uh, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at the Tokunet same thing with Instagram at the Tokunet uh, we also have Tumblr which is the Tokusatsu network.tumblr.com Uh, our podcast you can find at you can find it at tokusatsu network.podbean.com you can also find it on itunes please rate and review it uh we take yeah we'd love to hear your thoughts yeah we'd love to hear it um and yeah i think that's pretty much the spiel oh of
1: course, the main site.
0: Go to our main site, <laughs> And the forums, the forums. If you forums. want to talk about
1: this and other things, these conversations are taking place in the forums, com. Register, and we'll, we'll be there. Let's talk about stuff.
0: Let's talk about everything. Yeah. And also, yell at Cooney and yell at Nick. and Yell at yell me at... all you want.
3: What? Don't yell at Nick. Nick is perfect. Yell at Cooney. He likes bad
0: I'll
1: help you if you yell at Nick. I'll pay you. See that's a, well, that's, that's just a just <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thank you very much for uh, listening today. Thank
0: you, so, and be uh, catch us next time on episode twelve of the so, so, so Network Podcast. So you so want to go around problem? one more
2: time and say who was on it?
0: Yeah, nah, not really. I
2: don't. Know oh, fine. <laughs> I see how it is. All
0: right, everybody so there, but Cooney. Oh <laughs>
2: man,
0: there is a rivalry here. I like it. Uh, so we have Cooney. Yeah. Over there. We have Carol.
2: Hello. Goodbye. We have
0: Nick. (laughs) Bye, I guess. And I
1: am Yas, (laughs) your host. See you later. Peace. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Thanks so much,
2: guys. Bye. 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 Bye.